Episode 75, Losing 100 Pounds and Gaining Energy, Carla's Success Story. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Ladies, I am thrilled to have Carla Yucca with me on the podcast today. Carla has lost, as of today, 108 pounds and gained so much energy for her life through this process. She is an ultimate success story, and I can't wait for you to hear her story for a few reasons. One, it's really interesting. Carla is a personal trainer, and having energy to run that life has changed her work life as well as her personal life and most importantly, her relationship with herself in this life. Carla's always a riot and so much fun to have around. So welcome to the podcast, Carla Yucca. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I can't wait for everyone to hear your story. Carla is just a ball of energy and she always makes us laugh in coaching. (laughs) She's one of those people who If I can brag a little bit on you, I feel like your thoughts have changed and created such lightness in this journey for you that I like to watch where your brain goes with it. And Carla has lost 108 pounds and counting, ladies. Carla, share with everybody a little bit. I loved what you shared this week on our coaching call about how your body feels different as a trainer, as someone who moves your body regularly after you've lost 108 pounds and with the energized eating plan that you've chosen? I'm amazed at how much energy I have. At my old weight, I barely dragged myself home from work at night and crawled right into bed. But uh, I stayed up till 11 o'clock last night, which is like a miracle. I probably exercised three hours yesterday, which is not normal behavior for me. And I had energy to spare. So that's great. It's such a change. I think, as I shared with you last night, so many ladies think that that is their story. You shared last night an interesting story about how you would feel at the end of the day. And ladies, this we're recording right after Easter. So sometimes at Easter, we have a little more sugar. We change our diet a little bit. And I want you to just share with us the story you told me last night about um, how you felt and your experience previously. Well, prior to Dr. Emily's program, my joints hurt every day, all day. And then the first thing we did was get off sugar and flour. And even before I had lost much weight, I figured out that it was the sugar and flour that was causing a lot of the joint pain. So I've mostly been off sugar and flour this whole time. But Sunday, Easter Sunday, I fell off the wagon and had plenty of sugar. By Sunday evening, when I went to bed, I was miserable. Uh, My stomach was so full Sunday night. I could feel my joints hurting while I lay in bed. And then yesterday morning, Monday morning, it was hard for me to move. 
in my head, I'm thinking, this is a real good life lesson again. Why would I feel that way just for sugar? I think it's amazing too, for those ladies who are listening and thinking 108 pounds in, what does that look like in terms of how your relationship with a food like sugar changes, right? Carla shares with me that she sees huge changes in her waist circumference when she eats sugar. How much variation have you seen in that when you do? I didn't measure yesterday, but I have seen up to three inches change in my waist after a sugar binge. That That fast, fast. three inches. Yeah. And she feels it in her body. I love that you shared because I know a lot of ladies are thinking, okay, 108 pounds. If you quote unquote fall off the wagon, what does that look like? And how do you recover? I see Carla's recovery so much quicker now. How do you do that in a way that doesn't feel like beating yourself up and deprivation that allows you to have sugar, feel like maybe I was a little out of control and get back on it so quickly? The big thing was that I felt so bad. I don't want to feel bad. I want to feel like I think most people probably feel and, you know, carry on their day with no pain. It amazes me that sugar can be such a devil. I don't like it. Every time I fall off the wagon, I look at it as a life lesson. What did I learn from that? And how am I going to make that look different going forward? That's the definition really of how we use progress over perfection, right? Yes. You can expect yourself, ladies, 108 pounds in, Carla hasn't been perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. There's going to be days like holidays where you're like, okay, how do I navigate sugar now? Carla, 108 pounds in, is like, I don't have to plan. And we know, looking back, coming to coaching, we're like, all right, here's what happened. But at that point, you have the decision the next day of what you do, right? I always see such a lightness with my ladies who've learned to really use progress over perfection because it's just a learned lesson. That's all it is. What I've seen in Carla's journey is that she recovers much faster than she did, right? I remember during your coaching, have had a few losses of pets, a few kind of like times in life because life will hit no matter how much weight you have to lose, life will hit. But, you know, 108 pounds takes some time. Life will hit in that journey. And a lot of people stop when life hits. Focusing on the wins, focusing on, I like my body. I like being able to move my body. I like the way I feel. Building up the reason to keep going when you have those progress over perfection moments is what keeps you in it. I love Carla's energized eating plan because I feel like she has a a lightness that not a lot of our ladies experience with it. So share with everybody kind of your thoughts about how you eat now and why it feels so easy and light for you. Like you've shared many times, your lunch is pretty much the same every day. And mine is too. I do a 16-8 fast most days. Two, three times a week, I allow myself to have chai tea. It's sugar-free, but it still has calories in it. The other days, I just drink tea. Then at lunchtime, I usually have a salad that I love, love, love. I like spring mix lettuce. I put all kinds of vegetables in it. Egg for protein. Sometimes if I have chicken, I put chicken in there. And I use real dressing. I can't stand low-fat dressing. So I just use a moderate amount of dressing. And I enjoy that salad most days of the week at lunch. And then evening time, if I'm home, I will cook something. But 
like tonight, I've planned Easter leftovers, which my husband can eat, and I'm going to have some yogurt and some berries and call it a day. It's so interesting to me because I want you ladies to hear Carla is a trainer. (laughs) And so many of us think if I don't get a snack midday, if I don't have a protein fix here, if I don't do this there, this there, right? Carla has more energy at the end of the day and is very active during the day. And that is her eating plan. Yes. And when I was learning how to be a trainer, the course I took suggested at that time, and I know I've been in it, I don't know, 10, 11 years, they wanted clients to eat six small meals a day. So now we know that that is not necessary. Right. And of course, as a trainer, we always push protein and I still do because that's muscle building. And that's the whole goal is not to lose your muscle mass. I tell them, you know, you eat some protein and you don't have to eat in between meals. It's not necessary because it's always emotional when we have snacks. Right, Emily? That's correct, Carla. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But that is very true, ladies. I mean, think of that. If you eat enough protein at your meal, you don't need snacks, right? Now, I agree with you completely, especially as women age, right? We want to keep that muscle mass up. The most energizing of foods is protein. The best food to keep your muscle mass up as you go forward is protein, but it doesn't require frequent protein snacking to get there. No, no. And I have quite a relationship with eggs these days. Me too. Yes, I, I love eggs. I can't say that in the past, I've really loved them, but I do now. I boil two dozen at a time and have them in the fridge. I think it's so amazing because when we get rid of all that extra sugar and those highly processed food items, that's literally when you're like, oh, I actually like some of these natural foods way more than I ever realized. There's a lot of simplicity in the way that you eat. Tell us your thoughts that like just make you love eating that every day. What are your thoughts about it? Well, it tastes good. I've experimented with some different dressings and you can mix two different kinds of dressings. So you have two different flavors from day to day. I don't always use the same thing, but it's just so simple. And I work 12 hour days, three days a week. So the day before I get all that prep and take it to work and it's just so easy. And then on days I work in the evening, I'll just a lot of times have a protein bar or an egg or something, something that I can eat while I'm still working. If I haven't eaten by 6 p.m., I don't really want it. I think there's so much to be said there, ladies, about just figuring out what works for you, right? For Carla, the simplicity of it. Think of how your grocery shopping changes. Everything just becomes simple about food. Now, like you said, you kind of have to give up that I'm in the moment going to give myself that little reward of picking what I want. But the take for that, ladies, is simplicity of food when you want to live a fuller life, when you want that energy at the end of the day. I know, Carla, when you started this, share with everybody what the real motivation behind it was for you. Well, I was about to be a grandma. And at the weight I was, I could not be the best grandma that I could be. So 
I started in March of 22, and he was born in May of 22. So I had several months, you know, before he started crawling and stuff. And now I can keep up with his little butt. I had him for four days last week. And I'm not saying I wasn't exhausted by the end of the day. I was. There's a reason you have children when you're younger. But at my previous weight, I couldn't have done it. I could not have done it. And as a mom, when my kids were little, I so remember sitting on the sidelines as my husband played football with them in the backyard because I couldn't move. I couldn't, couldn't do it. I couldn't run with them. I just couldn't do any of that. And I wasn't going to be that kind of grandma. And I'm not. You are not. I'm Lisa, not. I want you to just think of that. Like, I remember Carla saying, I'm going to be a grandma and I want it to be different. One year later, by the time he's like crawling, she's already ready to go. Like, yeah. We think this is, especially if you have over a hundred pounds to lose, it can feel like it's insurmountable. You just do it one day at a time. And by the time they're crawling and they're walking, you are already that kind of a grandma. Carla will always be that kind of a grandma. I have no doubt about it. She's got the like mental spunk anyway. Now it's just her physical body matches that. I had double knee replacement less than 10 years ago. And I assumed that after that, I would not have knee pain, but that was not true. But it was because of the sugar and flour that I was having knee pain. After we started that, it was like a blow to the head. Hey, yeah, you're overweight, but it's what you're putting in your body that's causing you the pain. It's so freeing to live without pain. I can only imagine. And I think also, as you guys hear Carla's story, this is where it changes. My goal for everybody in their energized eating plan is like, it's what you want to eat. It's not what you tell yourself you have to eat because you're on a diet and you're working on losing weight. And then I can't wait to go back to all the sugar. And the way that you create that is by looking at all the wins for your life that occur by eating this way. So it's not that Carly can't ever have sugar. It's just, she knows what happens when she does. So she doesn't really want it as much, right? Maybe the holidays hit or a special time. And then we have to navigate our brains a little differently around it. But on a daily basis, you don't really want it when you see all those wins from not having it. And do you remember what I told you last night about the big dessert I made? Yes. In my head, I thought I was making it for my family when in reality, I was really making it for me. Because if I would not have had any dessert on Easter Sunday, nobody would have said a word about it. It was really just for me. And then I ate too much of it and I paid the price. So yesterday, I lovingly gave it away and it's out of my house. So it's not in my head anymore. I love that story because it's just culture, right? It's literally what we grew up thinking. That's the holiday. It's about the sugar. It's the exception. Last night on our coaching calls, we talked about this with holidays. We talked about it with vacations. We talked about it with weekends. It's all of those thoughts about what makes it comforting and enjoyment and an excitement. When in reality, it's really for us. We just tell ourselves it has to happen for everybody else or they'll be disappointed. It's our own space. 
right? So we have a lot of different ways we can handle that. But I think the difference that happens with coaching is you recognize it faster because you stop believing your own stories quite as much. So tell everybody, I just always think it's interesting because you impact other people's lives in the form of health. I love that about you. And I love being able to spread this message forward. If you have like, you know, some words of advice for your clients in training in regard to, I know you have lots of words of advice in terms of moving their bodies, but in terms of their energized eating plan and their relationship with food, what is your biggest takeaway that you tell them? Sugar flour, get it out of it. Well, one client that I can think of, she knows in her head how much better her body feels after getting off sugar flour, but she keeps repeating, repeating, repeating. And I encourage her all the time, you know, if you can just stay the course, get it out of there. Don't buy it. Don't bring it into your house. It's hard to convince people how much better they could feel if they just quit. Right. And I think there's so much to be said there about if you are a person who's like, I can't ever imagine my life off of it. I think Carla's almost to the point where she just wants to be off of it. Like her relationship is complete with it. But if you can't imagine that, at least starting exactly like Carla said, which is like, okay, I'm going to have it when I go out. I'll get like a small candy bar instead of having a huge giant Costco size box of them in my house, right? (laughs) That I have to manage my mind around. Making it a little bit of like a space where I go out, the result is already limited by the amount that I'm going to get. And I don't have to manage my mind at 9 p.m. or on Saturday morning or all of those times when we struggle with it. It's why getting it out of the house for Carla was key with the cake, right? It was like, I don't need it here. It served its purpose. Someone else can have it. At least starting there, I love that as a starting place. And then considering that if you really feel that awful with it and you're not really willing to give it up, it's just a relationship with food issue, right? It's not really the the food itself. It's your thoughts about the food that are keeping you in that cycle. And whether you're willing to never reach your goals because of those thoughts, whether you're willing to let those thoughts stand in the way. I think for Carla, it's been a game changer. I mean, the ease with which you've done it because of the positivity and the thoughts that you created, it just felt like it flowed very naturally for you. While I started this journey for my little Lucas, and I I enjoy being able to do with him what I can do, it's not about him now, it's about me. He's just a bonus in there. He's going to be one soon, and I don't want him to fall into that sugar pit. So when he's here, I can only control when he's here. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get sugar. He gets a grandma who plays with him. Way more fun. And I think that the power in being the generation shifter, right? We can't just like rely on everybody else to do it. I think for many of my ladies who are becoming grandmas, they think that bringing the traditions with them means the food. I'm the spoiler with ice cream. I'm the keeper of the recipes, right? I always tell them that. Like it's such a funny thing to think, but it is. It's like, I'm the keeper of the tradition and that means the recipes. And so it may feel like, is there a little void there? But when you stop and really consider that your grandson is getting you who plays with him, he would 10 times rather have that than some sugar for his life trajectory. It's such a game changer. And to be strong enough, especially those of you ladies who are in the grandma position, I cannot tell you how much influence you actually do have. You think your time is limited, but I can't tell you how many moms I've coached who go, I do great until we go to my mom's house because my mom's a keeper of the recipes. That's tradition. That's comfort. That's care. And so I feel bad not passing that on. She feels bad not passing that on. 
And if you, as the head of the family can start changing that, you can change it for generations, your impact on it. Definitely. And I am leaning towards that because I made like Sunday, we had a meat, we had a salad, I boiled some potatoes and we had deviled eggs and that silly dessert. I made it simple. In the past, I would have had a spread like you wouldn't believe, but there's five adults. Why do we need all that food? Yes. I've seen that in my own mother. I was so, I got to give her props because she usually listens to my podcast. <laughs> and this year, my daughter's Easter basket, barely any candy in it. I was oh, so yay. proud of her. She is making transitions. I mean, there were tons of like fun little toys and books and things like that. She even did an egg hunt. The bunny came to her house and all these fun toys and things. They weren't expensive. They're not huge. They don't need to be, right? You don't have to spend a fortune just because it's not candy. We're like, it's so expensive. But just those little shifts gives you less time in the kitchen, less time being food focused, and more time to be present with your family as well. Like in your meal, Carla, it's like you can be there with everybody. Instead of being all food focused, you get to be life focused. And that's how you change things. Yes. So if Carla, if somebody's thinking about, okay, I've got over a hundred pounds to lose. I know I want to do something. Tell me what got you started because this is life changing for you. Well, one of my clients was on your program and she didn't tell me (laughs) until she had lost like 20, 25 pounds. And I finally just said, what are you doing? Well, then she introduced me to your program. And I jumped on right away and it's been life changing for me. I know a lot of people that I have told about your program. Oh, I can't afford that. Really? You can, because I figure over the course of however long I've been with you, I've probably saved that much in groceries. So you can afford it. In snacks alone. Yeah. Because prior to you, I was going to fast food a lot and that costs a lot of money. So why am I worth it? Yeah, I'm worth it. We can spend money on every other thing. Can't I spend money on me? Now you're going to make me cry. God says I'm worth it. Carly, you are worth it, girl. Whatever amount of money that you think you can't spend on yourself, that's just silliness. You are so worth it. You are such a breath of fresh air. I just love having Carla because she really is always like this and she always makes us laugh. And I just just like sometimes cry. (laughs) I know, but it's worth it because think of that. You are worth it. And I think for so many of us ladies, it's very difficult to spend money on ourselves because we can't justify it because we don't think we're worth it. Yes. And I've spent, I would hate to think over the years how much I've spent on diets. And the one thing that I always learned on those diets is you follow the rules, you eat their food, you do X, Y, Z. But this is the only program I've been on that has changed my mind. And that's where it's at. It's changing your mind. If you guys want to hear a doctor, a medical doctor, and a trainer tell you that it's changing your mind, there you go. It's true. You cannot deny that. You just can't. I mean, you say you've been on a lot of diets, but I bet I can beat you. <laughs> oh, I love it. We can, bet, we can challenge. I bet I can't even name them all that I've been on. <laughs> but over the years, I have spent a lot, a lot of money 
on that with, I mean, yeah, I lost the weight, but it came back. And this yes. time it's not coming back. It is because not. your mindset is different. Like yeah. it's so beautiful to think of that. And Carla has been successful at losing weight, but if you can do that and you're white knuckling it and you just can't wait to get there so you can eat the way you did before you started, you got a problem. And Instead, if you change your thoughts and your mindset about it to want these things, to make this the norm, to make this the way I want to live my life, there's no reason not to continue that. That's right. I love it. Thank you and for joining me. Always past programs, they they always just talked about the food, not our relationship with food and how it was controlling us. And, and that is the coaching difference, I think. It it wasn't yeah. till I found coaching that I realized that I knew there was something behind it. And probably I'm sure it's the same with you. Like there was something behind the mindset. I just didn't really understand it until I found coaching. And then I was like, oh, this is the game changer. Yes. One of my, well, my neighbor there in Great Bend, business neighbor, she said her daughter and son-in-law started a program and she couldn't name it, but where they have to buy the food and all that. And I said, well, sorry about that. They'll lose the weight and they'll be back. Yes. We've done so, it all, Carla. We know. We've done it all. Yeah. We can, we, well, you want to write a book? I know I might. <laughs> I'd love to in the future, guys. It might be coming your way. But I will tell you, I mean, I it would be great if they worked. I mean, it would be if we could just buy that. But unless you intended to buy that the rest of your life and that be all you eat, you're going to be right back where you started, right? Yes. And that's the problem. Yeah, has and, been the problem for all my life. And now it's different. Now it's different. 108 pounds down. How's your life different? <laughs> How long do you have? I can so remember back at my former weight, even getting in and out of the car was a challenge. And I would do anything not to have to get on the floor and try to get back up. And just being able to move and do things is so life-changing. I didn't realize how much I had missed that part of my life. Everything was a struggle. Turning over in bed was a struggle. And now it is just automatic. I don't think about it. I don't hurt. It's just changed my life. I love it. And I can't I wait thank, to see what the future holds for you. I thank you, but I also thank God for showing me the path and helping me stay on the path. I love that comment because, you know, my journey started when I just said a simple prayer to God, which was yes. help me find the path that you have meant for me. And I just think of that, ladies, if you wonder, as Carla said earlier, if you are worth it or you can, you know, invest in yourself and it's not just the money, it's the time and the effort. Right. Yeah. And I want you to consider that, like, if this is your path, right. And I start aligning more with the path that was meant for me. And Carla starts aligning more with the path that was meant for her because we stop turning to food to distract us when we feel bad. And we start turning to higher powers and we start having more belief in ourselves and more passion and more energy to live this life that we've been given. The whole world starts to change as we start to pull that forward. Yes. Right? That is the beauty of it, of living in the path that you were meant to have. Mm -hmm. is that God will work through you. He'll keep giving you more strength. And if you have the ability to show up for it, I think that's how we change all of this, right? It's yeah. not all these like strict hating on other people. It's loving on ourselves and other people. And that's yeah. how it changes. Yeah. And I can walk down the street now with my head held high 
before I would walk with my head down because I didn't want anybody to know that I was a personal trainer and I had a big problem. But I can walk down the street now with my saggy skin and <laughs> and I'm okay. I'm okay. Let me just tell you how funny that is to think about though. Cause you're like, I was a personal trainer and I had a problem. I love how in our brains we're like, I had the, I was the only one with the corner on that market that I was a personal trainer with a problem. Right. Like, I'm like, I was a doctor and I had a problem. Right. We yeah. all have that story. I was like hiding. I feel like for me, weight loss represented showing up again, showing up in life and not hiding. Hiding. Yes. Hiding. I love it. Ladies, doors are open. If you're listening to this in real time, we've got doors open right now to join our May group and create this transformation like Carla. Thank you so much for joining me. She is a riot. She will be in our group. She will see her and you will just enjoy her so much because she is a breath of fresh air. I can't imagine you hanging your head and I never want to see that version of you again. I don't either. I'm going to walk tall and proud. You should. You are beautiful. If you're ready to make these changes, to lose this weight, to gain energy, to learn to love yourself and the life you have been given and the life you're creating, doors are open to join us in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss this week. It takes the decision. Go to the link in the show notes to get started. If you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.